let's explore Clear Eyes and eight other spiritual poems. This is Lama Jigme Gyatso. Welcome to Meditate Like a Jedi. Today's first poem, Clear Eyes. Without hating, without fearing, we could gaze upon our fellow beings with clear eyes. Clear eyes that see how most folks are caught in a maelstrom of misperceptions, turbulent emotions, cognitive biases, and logical fallacies. With a, a compassionate yet insightful assessment of folks' of vulnerabilities, limitations, and needs, we could meet others where they are truly at, as opposed to where we fear they are, or where, where we would like them to be. Today's second poem, Unstable. When our happiness depends upon the compassion or wisdom of others, it is bound to be unstable. When our happiness depends solely upon our awareness, passive and vulnerable, our wisdom of letting go and flowing, and our compassion centered and spontaneous, then peace and joy become our constants. Today's third poem, Befuddling. Just as it is written, the light shineth in the darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. Likewise, those of us who choose to function from our empathetic and cooperative membrane are absolutely befuddling to those who habitually operate from their brainstems of fear, aggression, greed, and competition. Today's fourth poem, Reward. May we practice mindfulness, passive, vulnerable, and non-conceptual. Wisdom, relaxing, releasing, and flowing. As well as compassion, centered, spontaneous, and uncontrived. Not for the approval of others, nor any lofty goal, other than merely as its own reward. Today's fifth poem, A Letter to My Girlfriend's Father. Thank you for your sage counsel regarding the good folks of McAllen, Texas. It sounds like the opportunity does not exist for me to meditate in a public place across from the Immigrant Detention Center. For such a place does not exist, most likely by 
design. I feel that as one who chooses to tread compassion's path, it was important that I inquire. It also seems that in wisdom's name, I should, I could, it could be best to heed your wise advice. In response to your inquiry of this constabulary here in Burbank, California, who occasionally interrupt my outdoors meditation in the name of public safety. I feel I've earned chutzpah points by maintaining my cool in the presence of polyester-clad folks who are armed for bear, by wading not into the waters of defensiveness, but instead, after presenting them with all the documentation they request, to boldly invite them to meditation class, as if to infer this is my community, and here I fearlessly dwell as the monk of Magnolia Park. Today's sixth poem, my last. How could a Buddhist monk have long hair? Google Tibetan yogi and you will find photos of men in monks' robes with long hair hanging freely or tied in top knots. You can see their devotion to the application of Buddhist teachings as they practice and study four times daily. Personally, I have found monasteries to be bastions of patriarchy, and as such, this vegan feminist was often expelled. So I practice alone, unencumbered by politics, teaching all who seek me, savoring each day as if it was my last. In today's seventh poem, Antidote. Barney the Beagle Puppy walks his pet humans past me every morning, more interested in sniffing the next scent than in getting cuddles for me. Thus, Barney functions as an antidote for self-esteem, or at least self-importance. Today's eighth poem, Old Man. In the first letter of John, in the Christian New Testament, we read that perfect love drives out fear. We read that the two are as incompatible as oil and water. Fear is of our brainstem. Love is of our midbrain. And the latter is where Yoda wants us to live. Evolutionary biology teaches us that in complex organisms, the survival-oriented brainstem evolved long before the empathetic and cooperative midbrain of the mammals. And I am reminded of the letters written by Paul, 
to the Roman, Galatian, and Colossian churches, where he taught that folks must no longer be defined by their old man, but instead must live as new men. It seems very much that our old man is the brainstem that drives us to fuck and feed and freeze and fight and flee and faint. It might have kept our ancestors out of the bellies of larger animals, but it most certainly does not lead to peace or joy or fulfillment. Could not this new man of which Paul writes be the midbrain with its mirror neurons, its empathy center, and its propensity to cooperate? And as fascism returns, exploitation increases, environmental protection rules are rolled back, climate change is denied, and humanity, humanity sprints like lemmings to the precipice. Is not the new man of our midbrain needed now more than ever? Is it not humanity's next evolutionary step? Is it not our only chance to prevent our self-extinction as a species? So come, let us train in mindfulness, vulnerable, passive, and non-conceptual wisdom, relaxing, releasing, and flowing, as well as compassion, centered, spontaneous, and uncontrived. For that could usher in a new age, a fellowship of humankind. Today's ninth and final poem, Effortless. What's that? You say you're in a relationship, but you feel drawn to another. Do not try to reason it out. For the dilemma lies not in the irrational on the rationale of your prefrontal cortex, but in the down below of your brainstem, where your desire and dread abide. For high sounding justifications may temporarily push back the wall of fear and guilt that threaten to collapse upon you. But, to the highest wisdom of the greatest good, they lead not. If neither through logic nor emotion, then how will we know what is best to do, no less have the strength to do it? Come, let us retreat from the extremes of scattered emotion and contrived rationalizations and rest in the middle ground of centered spontaneity. From the place of centeredness, we can relax into our lust, we can melt into our fear, and spontaneously as well as 
effortlessly act with greater wisdom and compassion than we ever dreamt possible. For it is only through noticing and relaxing that we can transcend our lower drives in a way that is sustainable and easy and peaceful and kind. Come, let us tread this earth gently in the bliss and peace and joy that only come from noticing and relaxing and flowing. Let us conclude with a simple call to action. This podcast will never have any advertisements, so support us monthly on PayPal and like us on your podcast service to help others find us, just as you found us as well. If meditation has felt impossible, boring, or just out of reach, you are welcome to register for the next series of live online meditation class webinars that meet once a week.